So, have you ever had someone tell you the only reason they're successful is because they got lucky? Maybe you don't feel like you even earned your promotion or job or any of the success in your life. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can combat imposter syndrome and live a happier life. But first, welcome back, everyone. I'm Barrett. I'm Holly. And together, we are Octomouse Labs. And we, we want, want to arm, arm you with knowledge to live your best life. Um, before we get into today's episode, we have some minor announcements. Some housekeeping. Some things I want to make sure that we're um, up to date on. First yeah. things first, these episodes are recorded live every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash Octomouse Labs. Yes, um, if where you, you have... can see our faces while we record these. Yeah, you can see our faces and uh, be part of the chat and uh, be part of this awesome community we have going here. Mm-hmm. Um Secondly, we take questions from our Instagram and our Twitter. Um, yes. If you ever have any questions you want answered on the show, um, exclamation point socials in our Twitch chat, or yes. you can find us at Octomouse on Twitter and Octomouse Labs on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, this next Tuesday, we're going to be talking about friendships. Okay. I'm, I'm really yeah, the, excited the for healthy, that. The Healthy Relationships series. Yes. Uh, the next episode in that is actually going to be about friendships. I love it. So I'm excited for that to come out. That'll be next uh, Tuesday. Um, it's going to the... be part two of our relationship podcast. Uh-huh, the relationship series, which will be the 17th of this uh, March. And if you haven't heard our past one, we talked about uh, family relationships. And I think we'll be concluding it on romantic relationships. Yes. Um, and next is uh, last little piece before we get into this is um, we're going to be getting more guests on the show as the show goes on. Um, that was something that you guys were very vocally in love with. Um, and speaking of guests, we actually have a returning guest uh, in the form of Philosophical Pangolin from yes. our community. Come back in to talk with us about imposter syndrome. So to start Hello it off, there. welcome back, Pangolin. Welcome back in. Well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Always. You're always welcome. Your uh, your input has been absolutely incredible. Yes. I, I always we love really it. We really enjoyed like, you. E- even if we don't have you in voice, it's like, come podcast time, you're always in the chat. You're like, oh, and don't forget about this. And by the way, there's this awesome study you can mention here. It always kind of cracks me up a little bit. Definitely. I, I like, love even it. Even if you're not in the show, you're still part of the show. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I like to inform. I, I love that, and honestly, it's a massive help. It it, it, it helps is. keeps uh, keep things moving. Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to start us off here. What is imposter syndrome? Well, uh, according to the exact definition, um, it's basically uh, a feeling of inadequacy. Um, you know, if you're going to go by um, the Google definition, which I'll consider the official one that we're going to use tonight uh, is defined as a collection of feelings or of inadequacy that persists despite evident success. Uh, so really it's, it's, it's a feeling. It's not a mental health disorder. It's just a, a way of thinking. Uh, you can think about yourself in neg- negative light and not give yourself credit for your success or the things you're doing for whatever reason. Um, you know, you might have anxiety, you might have um, depression might come from another thing, but it's not itself. And that was, uh, yeah, and I, I'm super glad you mentioned that right off the bat. That was something I had in my notes here. 
that I found was really, really important is it is not in itself a disorder um, or even a, you know, a diagnosis of any sort. It can come from other things and it can lead to other things. But in and of itself, imposter syndrome is not actually a diagnosis. It's, it's just a pattern of self-destructive thinking. Um, That's right. So, I mean, and you talked about it. It's a um, belief that, um, how did you put it exactly? That uh, not giving yourself credit for your success. Yes, believe it's like yes. luck or good timing. It could be luck. It could be good timing. <laughs> it could be any any real way of, of discrediting your success um, due to, to to whatever effort you've put in. It could be you don't you don't want to give credit to 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 your effort. You want to somehow you are unable to give credit to your success to, to your work for your success and somehow it's it's luck or it's the world just happens to have given this to me at the right time um it, it could be related to faith because you think i didn't do it but the world gave it to me uh it could be any anything like that uh and honestly it can be tied to anxiety so out of out of all of the ways i i'm have you run into this personally before even uh you personally or uh from uh, maybe clients that you've dealt with I, I have I have had it, and I, I recently overcame it. Like it was, it's something I had to work on. That's awesome. Myself for six months. Well, congratulations. Um, that's uh, it's something I could also oh. uh, personally speak on. Um, but in yeah. the cases that you've seen it, what is the most common way it it, it kind of manifests? What do you normally see? Oh, the way I see it, um, I could uh, from two perspectives. I can give it to you from like my collegiate experience and then I can give it to you from my professional experience. Okay. I'd love to hear both, honestly. From, <laughs> uh, from my collegiate experience, it's it's one of those things where my my cohort, my my team, my um, my team members, my, my classmates, uh, they're growing professionally, right? Mm -hmm. So we're all learning to be clinicians and social workers and therapists right. right and some of us some of us are younger than others i'm i'm, I'm older i'm 32 in two weeks no you're and... still young come on well happy <laughs> happy early birthday definitely well thank you um many of the the, the cohort in, is younger than me you know right out of their bachelor's degree so they're you know 23 24 right and some of them are older than me um, well, we run the gambit with age, and we're all sitting here transforming our lives, trying to be something or somebody who is supposedly more educated or supposedly to be this person that people can rely on, trust with, with their mental health needs. And when you're in your internship, you go out and you're like, why are you trusting me? of all people to do this job. I don't belong here. I shouldn't be trusted with this information, but the, the fact of the matter is you're there. You yeah. wouldn't be there if someone with authority didn't tell you, you earned that spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 
that leaks right into the, the professional side of it where I had to develop, um, I still am in the process of having to develop who I am as a clinician and who I want to be as a clinician and how I present myself and the use of me in that role. So what I have to do is I have to understand what questions to ask. I have to understand what I'm doing and I have to do that with this kind of grace that is able to manipulate a conversation that someone's throwing at me, right? That's what I have to do as a clinician. So I have to learn that skill, but I'm not a part of that skill yet because it's just a skill. So I'm so I sit on the outside and I'm sitting here thinking, what is the skill that I don't, that I'm trying to master that I, I am not the right person for this. Like I, I am not, I'm not good enough to be here. I'm not, there's no reason why I'm here. Like I, I shouldn't be here. I'm not, they have me in the wrong position. I am in far too advanced of a position for where I am at, where I feel I'm at. But once I was able to come around and experience one or two things that showed me, hey, the people around you trust you to do your job and the, the, the clients see you in that light of a professional, I was able to look at myself as a professional more. Okay. And trust okay. myself as a No, I mean that's that's awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah, your side you. of this. Yeah, this is a big thing that we have seen uh in the social media uh influencers, uh streamers, and, and yeah, streamers. Creators. It's it's very prominent in our space, especially. Yes, and this is that's one of the big reasons why we want to talk about it. I know that you've been dealing with it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's one of those things you hear a lot in um, at least the Twitch space, right? Where the only people that get popular are because of luck. Yes. You have an audience because of luck. It's yeah. all luck. And it's it's not. You set yourself up with good habits and, and, and consistency and good content to accrue mm -hmm. a good community. Yes. It has very little to do with luck. If you're at the right place at the right time, but your content isn't there, no one is going to come. No one's gonna stay. No one's gonna yeah. watch. <laughs> Let's say you got I agree. <clears throat> rated by a big streamer, and let's say your your stream isn't up to par, and um, it's it's something that you're that it needs to be have a lot of work. You might yes get rated by a big streamer, but that community will not transfer over to yours and really stay and be there unless but, you have something worth yes, sticking for. Exactly. exactly, and then the same thing could happen to another streamer that has really put a lot of work into their stream and has really fostered an amazing community and really worked at it. And when they get that raid, there might be more people that stick and more yep. people that join their community because they just love that place. So that streamer worked really, really hard on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I see, I see that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, please go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so what you're describing to me, the way I, I see that playing out in my head is you have a streamer who may be small and putting their 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 product together, right? Mm -hmm. And they feel like, okay, I'm not getting all these things. So I feel like I don't belong here. So therefore their product will actually, because of the imposter syndrome, in this is my personal just opinion, because of the imposter syndrome, will actually reflect back outward.
words and be noticeable to the people who are trying to view them. I like so that. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't even think of it backwards like that. That's kind of something also that I've been trying to, to trying to explain to you a little bit as well. You internalize. You internalize. You, what you, you internalize is what you're like, going to yeah, be putting out. What you externalize as well. That's that's yes. that's yeah. a very interesting exactly. point. Because mm-hmm. um, what I transference. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, uh, absolutely. You're, you're, you're projecting and you're transferring those thoughts and feelings, and it is represented by you physically. Yeah, and, that, all of a sudden, and most of the time you may not know is it. Such a good point. Yeah, honestly, I so again, I didn't even think of that. So, like your your product becomes inconsistent. Now, when you have someone raid you. And again, this is just a personal opinion because I tried streaming for like a minute and I just I didn't know what to do. That that so feeling that you you've it. internalized though at that point yeah. transfers onto yeah. the people there. Yeah, exactly. When you so when, when you have when this, ex- you, oh my god! When someone raids you as a small streamer, what what's going to happen is you you're, you're presented with an opportunity to latch onto. Like let's let me just I'll, I'll play a num- we're gonna play a numbers game real quick so I can absolutely make this- yeah, yeah absolutely you got you got a small streamer he's got like 10, 10 people right sure okay he's kind of got a product questioning whether or not he belongs mm-hmm. but okay. he's confident in it in it so let's play he's got the confidence card and he knows what's going absolutely you have a big streamer who comes with a thousand viewers big quote unquote right like mm-hmm. a thousand people right. Not all, like, everyone's going to come in, they're going to, you know, do the, do the raid dance, blah, 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 everyone's going to get hyped, you're going to get a couple follows, that's going to be the thing, and then people are going to trickle away. But if you, if you think about it, five or six of those people of that bigger stream are the kind of people who will come back. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They'll be attracted to something, to especially of that because, the 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 confidence. So they'll be attracted to that. Right. So the, that they're likely to be people like me who like I'm doing homework. I throw you up in the background. You're on in the background. Absolutely. I'm not really watching, but I'm doing it. But I'm lurking and I'm and I'm listening. And if you can if you can keep my ear for a couple of minutes the next time I pop in on you, then you're gonna have me for that second time. Absolutely. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you in the back of my mind. And next time I'm on, like let's say Sunday when I don't have streamers to watch, and oh, there's that little person who got raided and they entertained me the last couple minutes and I got homework to do. I'll pop them on, say hello, keep the volume just up enough so it doesn't like pop them out, and I'll do it. So I wanna give them the confidence, but if they're go if we backtrack, right? Right. And they're and they're internalizing this, I don't belong here, and they're trash talking themselves, or they're not delivering the product that they're trying to deliver. That next time I come in and like all they're doing is, you know, picking their nose or something, like <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm not as this as a viewer gonna gonna do it. So your extra your, your internalization of this like imposter syndrome is actually self-defeating. I love that so yeah. freaking much because I always see this in 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 backwards of that right. Yeah. The 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 top creators um, often attribute their success 
to luck or being at the right place at the right time and you hear it all the time and their advice is it's this very jaded advice where oh well if you weren't streaming 10 years ago and you weren't playing this game forget about it you don't even have a chance to make it yeah and it's it's that's not true because if you go back and look at their you know their rise it, you know, sure, they were streaming for 10 years, but again, they've been streaming for 10 years. They've been streaming every six day. Six days or seven days a week, eight hours a day, consistently putting playing a game, work. putting in, good you know, graphics, yeah. good uh, yeah. Talking, yeah. So when good. you when you really look at it, they have this quality product they've put out for a long amount of time, and that is a huge, huge key to what has made them successful. And they're not willing to attribute that to anything other than luck. Yeah. And I, I feel like right. that's doing the work a, dis a disservice there. Mm -hmm. I think what what where that comes so, something that comes in play there is yeah, 10 years ago Twitch was brand, brand new. So yeah. it can definitely feel Absolutely. like luck. It can definitely feel like luck. And it was there was a flood of people and there were just waves. Mm -hmm. But just because the flood and the waves of people were there does not mean that the same X factors had to be in play. Right, exactly. For you to be successful. Exactly. Um, okay, so what are the effects of imposter syndrome? What can it do? Uh, I know when we've done our reading, it can... Well, uh, I was going to say, like, not only not only Twitch, ahead. though, but, it, you know, there's more than just creators at risk for this, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, this is a great talk about maybe our space and what, you know, what we've experienced. Oh, but the truth of it is yeah. it isn't limited to just creators. Uh, for businesses, getting promotions or getting that job uh, is not yeah. feeling like you don't deserve it. Or I, I actually have a really good question for you. Okay. What... Who do you think, or is is there a type, maybe, is there a type of person, or maybe a personality trait, is there any sort of pattern that you could recognize that maybe puts someone at risk for uh, developing an imposter syndrome? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to say developing an imposter syndrome, because this is just the, personally, it sounds when you use developing, it sounds like it's there's there's a disorder. Right. Um, okay. okay. That's yes. fair. That's fair. Just, maybe maybe falling into this syndrome, pattern of thinking then. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's just having a mentality. And honestly, imposter syndrome might not always be a negative thing because imagine like let me put you in this scenario. Yeah, and that's something that you, we're going to talk about a little bit later, actually. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I only I only put it in a pin then. Okay. But imagine being at work and 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 being, you know, not really feeling like you belong in your job, but you're getting paid and they don't mind you being there. Like, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. You just are going, oh, what I'm doing here? Like, it could right. be, it could be a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not always negative. But for the people that, you know, that do kind of internalize these thoughts, is there any sort of um, pattern or uh, maybe social type, anything that we can uh, we can look at or recognize that may put us at risk to start internalizing these thoughts, to start um, heading down that that path of self doubt and you know the like. Um, well, there's <laughs> that was very since, poorly worded. Since it's not, since it's, <laughs> I, I kind of get where you're going. With yeah. Uh, since it's not like a a disability or a disorder, there's no. I don't think that I really don't think there's a lot of scientific studies for it. But my guess, if I was going to, like, guess kind of like archetype uh, is 
anxious and or uh, self uh, lack of self confidence kind of people. Okay. Um, people who who if your anxiety you know is always on the you know high side when you're trying to do something and you know you're oh am I really am I really really you know are do people like me or do do people like think I'm doing a good job do I belong here am I am I good enough like that that can stem from anxiety I suppose okay um, self confidence issues like uh, am you know you know it kind of explains itself like am I am I really um, good enough am I should I be here like they kind of literally come from the same place I guess. I think those are probably if you're going to ask for like personality traits or, or things that yeah no I I, I I love that honestly um so then with that being said is there is there any maybe um kind of precautions then is there anything that you could do to um like say say you are um kind of the shy and self um self-reserved type you're uh, you're you're a little on the little low on the confidence side you're an anxious person mm -hmm. um you just got this big promotion is there anything you could kind of do to um maybe keep yourself from going down that path before it gets really bad before it gets severely self-destructive so i think the way you're wording the question makes me believe that the person that we are theoretically talking about yeah would have to be conscious of imposter syndrome yes um, i i prior to going into it yes mm -hmm. that, that is kind of how i'm putting okay. that all right um because most people are not just that's um, an interesting note to make then I, I think most i think if you t if you said imposter syndrome to the majority of the population they look at you with two heads Honestly, if, yeah, say, um, that's a that's a really good point to but make. But if somebody did, um, so with that said, I would I would say to avoid it, um, really, uh, it's it's mental, it's mind over matter. You have to you have to tell yourself and recognize that I'm here because I got here. like that's it. It's you are there because you got there. Like no like one that. is no one is anywhere by mis by, by by accident. Like this is this is this is less this is less like this is definitely more like life coachy and in in absolutely more like there's there's no real therapy or evidence or science behind any of it. It's helping people um, make the right connections themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's 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 definitely helping them make that connection and be confident in the fact that they exist in a place for a reason absolutely i love that um yeah so yeah yeah you were saying and and earlier you you brush so on it holly and um yes. we we kind of put a pin in this earlier but mm -hmm. um you know we things lead to imposter syndrome there's someone that can um you know the anxious type or maybe the low confident type um can easily um start going down this this self-destructive path of thoughts but on the same note those that that self-destructive path of thoughts can also exacerbate um or even create um anxiety or depressive spells um and um has also been shown to raise people's stress yes um 
uh, risk of developing uh, depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. high stress. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, and I think really the, the big thing there is that when, you know, when you're doubting yourself and you're undermining yourself, um, it starts to kind of put everything into that self-destructive spiral. Um, would you like, would you agree that, I guess, um, what's the way I'd, I'd like to phrase this? Um, once you kind of start down the path of self-destructive thoughts, right? Once you start doubting one thing, is it, would you say it's easier to start doubting the other goods in your life? Or is, is um, the section of imposter syndrome, is it easy to self-isolate? I mean yeah i mean that's such a that's like, such a hard I, I question think, i i guess like with the thoughts you know let, let me think about the way you let, let me think about what you what you said and see if i can phrase it the question please if you can phrase that better for me um so are you asking if you can isolate from the anxiety that then causes so imposter syndrome i would if I, you could isolate if you could isolate it and work on it as a as a trait. No, no, I, I'm I'm more asking. Do you think that um, if if someone's starting to develop imposter syndrome and, and subconsciously, you know, okay. not 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 realize, not develop, but sure, um, heading down the path of it. What how how would you phrase that? How do you want to phrase that? Um, what would be a, a more appropriate way of putting that? If if someone just. Uh, it's it's weird because I, I don't like the way that it's called. I don't like that it's called a syndrome, um, but yeah, I guess if 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 somebody has imposter or feels out of place, like yeah, it, so you're asking if like, do you think that it makes that it more life? likely to bleed into the other areas of their life? Is what I'm asking, or oh, okay. that one situation oh, um, that is causing it would that be self-isolated i guess is what i'm trying to ask i think that imposter syndrome <coughs> and again this is all opinion without because i've yeah, never of course. seen any honestly seen there's any very little there's very little research on it outside of developing it can worsen depression worsen anxiety cause high stress <laughs> that's really but it, it. It, it's definitely something that is out there and is a feeling it's that a, a very lot of people common have. feeling mm -hmm. but it has very little research to it so a lot of it is just, you just guys, theory craft can you guys talk amongst yourselves for three minutes absolutely i am going to pop over I'm going to pop over to Google Scholar and my UNH library. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, see if you have anything to add on to it. Um, I mean, I can only really speak from my side of it, but I I personally get it a lot when I don't. Um, yeah, I, I go down that path when I don't feel that. I've delivered value or I'm not giving people a reason to be in the space. Um, as a, you know, I don't like to use successful creator for what we do, but in a successful enough to make our channel into a job, successful mm -hmm. enough to live on it, you know, I have to understand that the work I do and the things that we do are what causes success, not just, 
you know, and one bad experience, I guess, isn't going to, or one um, underperforming example isn't enough to collapse the entire base. Yeah, I know you, I, from my experience, I don't really get this. I, I don't know if I have so you've in the never, past. So you've never felt out of place with something? You never felt like you didn't have any authority in it? When, when people are looking at you with a sense of authority? Not necessarily, but I feel like that came up with my upbringing a little bit because I was a little bit more of a spoiled child. I was given things and it just kind of just more, I mean, I, it's probably horrible, but it just kind of it gets like, oh, yeah, I, I feel like I deserve deserve it. It feels so oh, bad. Wow. It's something that I've really. Oh, wow. It's something that I've worked on a lot since this yeah. is this is a while ago. You were spoiled. You did have a spoiled I was, I was a little spoiled, yeah. but. I, the only way I've felt like this before was like in our relationship. Like I don't feel like I deserved you, and that's that's like one of the like that it, like our relationship. Huh. It, it's, that's never, interesting. it's never. I've really never happened. heard it. I've never heard it from a relationship standpoint. Yeah, because that's the only thing that it's. I I feel like it's ever affected me. Like I don't feel like I deserve you, and you deserve somebody else more. And this is just a fluke. How we're together and. Just a crazy coincidence. And... So what have you done on your side then to kind of combat the relationship aspect of it? Um, I, I guess... I, I guess it just does... It, it. Whenever I feel that way, it fuels me more. I see it more as a fueling me more to do better and to feel like I do deserve it. And that's... That's literally my side on doing this. It's yeah. when I when I feel like I'm... You know, it's it's a fluke that there's a hundred people hanging out in the chat. You know, it's a uh, it's it's one of those things. It, it drives me to do better. It it fuels me to do more in my work, and that's actually yeah. something we were gonna talk about one of, later. One of the <laughs> but <coughs> actually uh, one of the big things with that. Whenever I feel that, I mean, I, I I recognize that I feel that way, but at that point, and I I kind of switch it to a. I just appreciate it even more that like instead of instead of like feeling that I don't deserve it I put it I I, I kind of switch that feeling along with I'm just going to appreciate what I have and this is I'm really focusing on appreciating so as part of my um, research and putting together the notes for this this podcast mm -hmm. I listen to people I listen to TED talks I listen to other people talk about imposter syndrome and kind of uh, their experiences, the goods and the bads with it. I have a lot of bads with it. It's has a lot of bads. It's primarily a bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, there were it a primarily bad. But there it were caused depression and anxiety. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. But there were reoccurring goods, and the, I, I wrote notes of the three reoccurring goods okay. that I noticed the most. It motivates you to learn more or be better. Yeah. And that's one thing that we both said. It motivates you. It's a huge motivator. When you feel like you're out of place, you want to be in place. You want to earn that spot. Yeah. Um, it helps you. And this is this is something that um, that uh, you were kind of just saying. It gives perspective. Yeah. Gives perspective on what's really good. You know, if 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 something feels too good to be true, it's you know, that whole. Does it feel too good to be true feeling, you know? Yeah, appreciate the help. Kind of gives you like... kind of gives you perspective on the things that are really good. You feel that, you know, that I and I almost feel like the too good to be true is rooted in imposter syndrome. 
Mm-hmm. Really? That's kind of what it sounds like to me talking about it. <laughs> but finally, it uh, helps you realize when you're out of your depth. Yeah. When you are really out of your depth. Mm-hmm. When you really take a step into the deep end, you're like, oh shit, no, this is, the- no, no, now I really don't belong. Like the difference between it was luck, but I'm still doing this to I really don't fucking belong here. Yeah, what it is- reali- It helps, like people who have the feeling often realize when they don't have any authority to be speaking on a subject matter. Yeah, uh, another another thing I is I can across- see- Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, another thing sorry. I can see happening- I <laughs> okay, go okay. ahead. I'm sorry, we keep Oh, I yeah, we, we, we keep we keep cutting each other one. off. And it's a short one. Another thing okay, I can yeah, see go ahead, yeah. happening is <laughs> with the I don't really belong here is someone like winning the lottery, like a person that is pretty rough at winning the lottery. Think about yeah. like how that yeah yeah. Could affect, I mean, but that's okay. that is luck. Honestly, that's honest to god. That's luck. There's some things in life that <laughs> yeah. are luck, and that is luck. But, but that that she makes a good point about wealth, um, because it you you become suddenly wealthy, and you are not a part of that class, and you are yeah. not a part of that group. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the experience of knowing money. Yeah. So you would have the opportunity to have imposter syndrome, and a lot of people will blow through that money very quickly because they are not, you know, familiar with having money. That's a very good point. So you were saying, though, you came across an article and we cut you off like three freaking yeah, times. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just all I wanted I'm to so say. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I think you um, sent me the article, too. Uh, there's there's one article I sent you, um, which I'll kind of touch on in a second. But I also saw an article that I got to go find again. But I think it was titled something like, it goes, living up to your incompetence. Interesting. Interesting. So that was that was interesting, but there is there is there are some articles there are some articles uh, in books on the imposter syndrome. Um, it can lead to dep- it can definitely lead to depression and anxiety. Uh, that seems to be pretty scientifically noted. Um, and then the article I sent you, if I understand the abstract correctly, because I'm not paying twenty four dollars for the whole freaking article. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If I understand the abstract correctly, they studied a group of um, first, first years, year yeah. college students. Um, and what they did to combat that was getting feedback from peers around them to yes. assimilate. That is and a, feel a, like f- a part of something. Fantastic segue, actually, because the, the, the last thing I really wanted to talk about before we. Um, kind of closed down this episode was if you recognize that you're feeling out of place how can you combat that I mean of course the first step is to recognize that you're feeling out of place to recognize that you know it's a pattern of behavior pattern of thinking and you know you it's with you and not with everyone else I think is the the first thing but Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's funny that you said that because I was I was looking up, of course, how to you know how to how to really fix that. And one of the big things was confide in peers um, about how you feel. That was that was one of the big things that kept coming up in studies of it. Um, because chances are it, it's it's you know it's a very 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 common feeling. 
It's a very, very common feeling. And um, well, yeah, a lot of people are Absolutely. able to relate with it. And when you are able to relate with it, it it, it, it takes that, that feeling out of place out of it, right? It, you don't you if you have someone to relate to, you're not feeling out of place anymore. You're not the only one. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, I mean, personally, when I when I started to recognize, I I I, I'm lucky enough that I was able to recognize um, and be cognizant of my imposter syndrome, uh, especially at work. Uh, this for my internship, um, and I knew I had to combat it. And to do so, I would ask the clinicians around me, "Hey." Um, are my assessments good? Are my is my note taking good? Um, am I right acting, asking right the right questions? Am, am I doing well? Am I fit? Am I? Do you trust me to do my job? Um, do, okay, do, would you would you trust me alone? Like I I had to figure out what questions would make me feel more uh, a part of the team or like a professional or or less like a student. And more like, uh, uh, you know, someone who has a job. Interesting. So okay. you you were constantly getting feedback as to where you fit in the group, really gauging yes. your your place from an outside perspective, which is, the, I mean, that's a very interesting mm -hmm. way to handle that. Uh, getting a, a non-biased well, third party to, to seek it out. Yeah, to gauge your place, not only confiding in how you right. feel, but really getting another person's feedback on where you actually fit. Interesting. Well, I know myself. I know myself very well. I'm one of the, my personality is very much that I never think I'm doing a good job. Yeah, I, I absolutely relate. Think I could have done better. I absolutely um, relate. A, a billion percent, I'm the exact same way. Yeah. I beat myself up over every, like, I got a 98 on one of the hardest papers that I wrote in the two points pissed me off. And maybe if you studied more, right? So, <laughs> like, literally. Right? I, like, what, like, what did I miss? Exactly. <laughs> like, why did I not get those Exactly. I feel like I'm talking um, myself now. I'm just sitting over here and I'm listening. <laughs> so, this is interesting. <laughs> and I'm sitting in, I'm, I'll be sitting in, so basically my, my job, my internship, is a room full of 15 different clinicians on phones and then we go out into the community when we get called right and handling a, a crisis phone call you know when a woman calls and says i'm gonna hurt myself or kill myself and then i have to handle that like yeah. i'm nervous absolutely like, really, you'd have every I, right to I be really the person this person should be talking to mm -hmm. like, am i really intelligent enough to be able to guide this person back to safety over the phone yeah. and make maybe hopefully get somebody out to them am i am i qualified um and until i started asking questions and started putting myself out there i was never gonna know yeah i was never gonna feel like i was doing a good job i was never gonna feel like anybody but a student who got thrown to the wolves that wasn't mm -hmm. going to go away. And I was developing a very serious imposter syndrome. So, yeah. but luckily I, I'm cognizant of what imposter syndrome and is. You, you absolutely uh, have to be. Ourselves. You absolutely have to be cognizant of it. When, you know, when that starts to come up, the only yeah. way that you're going to fix that is being able to recognize that you have those patterns of behaviors and thoughts. It's not going to fix itself. 
it'll only get worse yeah. if you allow it to basically the hard, yeah the, the hardest thing about that is is sometimes oh, this is this this is this is the thing that sucks about shit sometimes sorry I swear no be uh, my guest no it's fine um the thing that really sucks sometimes is sometimes you have to know what the thing is you're looking for before you start looking for it so like you can't be like you can't catch like this kind of thing without having known what imposter syndrome was first yeah and that's because why it's important to signal know what education was, on it right if if i didn't know what imposter syndrome was right my i, I my feelings about myself would have absolutely seemed yeah they, they would have seemed absolutely legitimate to, to you 100 percent. yeah yeah i, I mean without like, without the, a, the a name of me yeah yeah the internalization of me feeling like crap about myself would have been more real yeah absolutely I would be like this is the re this is because i feel like it's real absolutely no, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Is without a name and without a, it, the ability to recognize that this is an actual pattern, right? It it just feels like your actual feelings. It feels like your thoughts. It feels legitimate and real and honest to you. And everyone always tells you, yes, your thoughts are real. Your thoughts are legitimate. Your feelings are accurate. You know, you know yourself. In this case, you. This is one of the few situations you don't actually know yourself, and it's funny. Right. It's funny because it goes against every other feeling and and um, instinct we have, right? Have you ever heard of confirmation bias? I, uh, I think I I think I understand the basis of it, where um, you think something and everything that can prove it to you proves it to you. Exactly. So. It very much comes into play. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, sorry, I keep getting pinged over in chat and I keep. You're, you're, you're fine. You're okay. fine. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, it absolutely comes into play here uh, because you get. So let's let's just say you don't know what imposter syndrome is and you're starting to feel this way and you're getting anxiety and you're starting to believe yourself and you're looking around. Let's just, again, I'll go from my perspective just because it's easier to tell from a first person perspective. Absolutely, yeah. Let's say I'm in my office, right? And um, I stumble over a word and in my head, I'm so, because again, I'm looking at those two points, right? I'm looking at those, those two points. Mm -hmm. That word I stumbled over or the way I asked the question, I didn't like it. I didn't like the way I asked the question or interviewed or or didn't respond to a question quick enough or didn't ask a question I should have or thought I should have. So now I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm, I'm, I'm beating myself up. It's really getting in, in there. And now I have confirmation bias of I hate myself. I'm not doing a good job. I don't belong here. And yeah, all of a sudden something in the office happens and I see it. And I attribute it to me. And I'm like, oh, they did that because I didn't do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And every so every little thing starts to prove that. the point to you. Yeah. Starts to back up right. your negative thoughts. Yeah. And I mean, really, again, the only way you can really fight that is to A, know what it is ahead of time, educate, which signal boost education, yeah. guys. Which is what we're doing. If you're listening to this, signal boost education. 
signal boost things that you find interesting even if one person might listen it can make a difference in that one person's life exactly and they might have heard this over and over again but the way that you phrase it might be different from what they've heard and actually really yeah click. sometimes hearing things in a different way is all it takes or to get different a thought from different people because i feel like i've been saying a lot trying to say trying to say a lot of this stuff to mm -hmm. you and I feel like you had a big aha moment when you heard it from Pangolin as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hearing it from different people, hearing it from multiple sources, hearing it over, hearing it mm -hmm. rephrase, all of these things can help cement that education in people's minds. Yes. But people have to be able to recognize that this is a pattern of thoughts that is very common. You are not isolated. It is not you, in fact, but mm -hmm. chances are someone no. in your space also feels a very similar way confide in your peers exactly get get feedback about how you're doing get honest third-party feedback that was a pangolin strategy and i love that exactly um yeah. uh, my big strategy because i i recognize again i'm recognized that um that um i'm able to recognize that i uh i i was going down that path i'm able to recognize these these sinkholes of self-destructive thoughts my big thing is you know understanding that a that it's not me it's a very common thing in the field but b um just self-care uh meditation calming down disconnecting from the stressful um disconnecting from the stressful uh stimuli all those sort of things are really kind of my strategy because I understand and I recognize the pattern. I know that it's not me. It doesn't make it any less real when I'm feeling it. It doesn't make it any less valid in my head. But if I'm able to recognize the pattern quick enough, I can disconnect from whatever's causing those stressful stimuli and start to get a feeling of normalcy back. You know? Yeah, once, once you're able to uh, recognize I'll, I'm going to put it in, in I'm going to contradict myself here I'll put it in terms of a disorder if you recognize the symptoms you can manage the symptoms yeah exactly Yeah. absolutely and I mean it, even though it's not a disorder it does kind of it, it, it's almost easier to treat it like that right it, it's almost easier when, to when you're talking about it yeah 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 i get yeah like i agree like it, it's weird it's not a disorder it's not a disorder it doesn't it's not in the dsm-5 um it, but it just it presents itself kind of like this weird way in its own like disordery fashion yeah yes. absolutely but it could be it could technically be a precursor and yeah, and it absolutely can. That was um, something I found very interesting in the studies is that, it, you know, if you if you don't recognize it, you don't take care of it, it can spiral out of control and cause a great deal of other issues. Yeah, you know, it, it absolutely can I'd be a precursor to an anxiety disorder or depression disorder very, very quickly. Yeah. Absolutely can. I mean, imagine imagine feeling like you don't belong and then having it leak into your other parts of your life. And then the mm -hmm. confirmation bias leaking from everything yeah. else in your life, confirming that to you. You know, that that spells yep. that spells a depressive a depressive spell right there. 
but this uh, imposter syndrome, it, it can be fixed. There are ways to combat it. It's Yeah, yeah. You have to recognize that it's, it is just a pattern of thoughts. You're not alone. Chances are someone in your space feels very similarly. And you don't have to feel this way. No, I mean, That's another just thing. talking about it to others and having someone go, oh, yeah, no, I get that. It makes you un not isolated. And that's a huge bit about the imposter syndrome is a huge bit of it is isolation. I don't belong. I'm the odd man out. I'm an imposter. I yeah. got lucky. Yada yada yada. And when you when you talk to your friend when you're both in this in you know in the boardroom there, right? You're both these high-ranking execs and you're like, "Hey, kind of feel like I got lucky on the last promotion." They're like, "Oh yeah, me too." You're like, "Oh, wait a second. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Guess luck is going around. It's not around. a fluke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, luck's going around. Luck's in the air. Everyone feels lucky. Oh, wait a second. Okay, hey, we all just kind of feel lucky because something great happened. Yeah. You know, um, self-care, big, big one in dealing with it. Self-care is a big one in dealing with all stresses, but when, when you recognize a pattern of stress and self-destructive behavior, learning to care for yourself, learning to disconnect from your stressors and take care of your mental health mm -hmm. is a huge thing from keeping things from spiraling out of control. Seeking a life coach because they can help you. Uh... Just something that you brought up earlier, Pangolin. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Helping people make the connections yes. that they need to make. Um, and then reward yourself. Yeah. Celebrate awesome. the successes. Don't, don't let success be the norm. And anything less than perfection be you underperforming. Recognize what the baseline is and then reward the peaks instead of going vice versa. You have to flip it. Because mm -hmm. I think a huge bit of what, you know, what causes imposter syndrome is you look at the baseline as these high peaks. This is the level I have to be performing at. I have to be, you know, living up to this expectation all the time. Anything less than that is I'm I'm underperforming. I'm not okay. I'm you know I don't belong at doing this, X Y Z. Um, and if you if you kind of flip that script for yourself, recognize what the actual baseline is that you need to perform at. Recognize what you need. You know what level you should be at. What is normal in that you know profession. Uh, profession's the easiest way to really put it. Um, I think. Yeah. but recognize what the baseline is around you and that's kind of what you did then you're able to put yourself in with your peers right you're able to recognize then when those peaks come up and reward the peaks really celebrate the high points mm -hmm. make them feel outstanding instead of that being the normal exactly yeah. is there any closing thoughts you'd like to add penguin Anything just for anybody who's just kind of tuning in at the end, you know, I'll, I'll recap. Imposter syndrome is um, defined by Google as um, actually, you know what? Hold on. I want to know who, who they are getting their definition from. <laughs> yeah, please. HBR. Please. Yeah. Aha. Okay. According to Harvard uh, Business Review, imposter syndrome 
is defined as uh, the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a perfect sum up, mm-hmm. honestly. And we've synthesized that one should be on uh, cognizant of, you know, feeling this way. Absolutely. To address it, we must um, assimilate to our surroundings, ask questions, yep. um, speak to peers. Um, don't let it spiral into depression because it can, into anxiety because it can. And always remember that you are where you are because you because you, you got there. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Well, as always, thank you for joining us. Um, it's always fantastic to have you thank on. You, you are so much, Pangolin. A wealth of knowledge. No problem. Um, I'm going to disconnect and we're going to wrap up. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Guys, closing thoughts. Yes. You're not alone. You're not feeling this way because you actually suck at it. And whatever it is that you feel like you suck at, you don't. There are All other right. people that feel the same way. Reach out to someone and just explain how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. After a little bit, it may take you a try or two, but someone's going to be like, hey, I get that too. You're not alone. You're not the only person that's feeling that way. And you absolutely can keep it in check. Yes. Um, yeah. Anything you'd like to add? No, Um. I love you guys' face and... Right. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I um, like I really enjoyed this one. If you guys um like what we do here, you want to signal boost this podcast, you want this to reach more ears, you really, really care about this show in any way, shape, or form, leaving a rating on Apple iTunes, uh, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, that's what helps signal boost this podcast. That's what helps algorithms tell people that it should be promoted to other people. Yes. So if you care, if you want to help, um, leaving a rating helps more than you could possibly imagine. Um, If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always tweet us at Octomouse. And we actually have one question before we wrap up. Uh, Someone sent me one from Instagram. I would love to cover before we go. Awesome. Um, So... Someone said, what is the most influential decision that has shaped your life? Oh, wow. I know. That was a, that was a tough one. I, that's what it I even said back. So. I was like, so... that's a tough question. That's a really, that, like, that's a really deep, like, a really deep question, right? If I think back, what's really shaped my life the most? Uh, I think it might have been recently-ish is really deciding to get out of my parents' house and not feeling like we're just... Mooching. Mooching. And and I don't want to say victims, but just all of the bad stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Not not playing the victim card. Choosing to not play the victim card. (laughs) Because that has... We've learned from that and... We have, we have launched uh, this podcast, this brand, stuff, everything, this yeah. brand, learning, teaching other people from what we've been through and learning more ourselves, getting our family in a good spot and really 
really starting to shape everything. So I feel like that was like one of the big turning points that we've had. I like that. That's that's been influential. As if I look back at my life in a whole, it's to me it's a really easy answer. Okay. Um, just choosing to be with you. Aw. Well, I mean, no, I mean, think about it. I I literally would not be where I am now had I had not. I mean, you were the one that launched our channel on Twitch. Yeah, I I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be a parent when I was. Yeah, Um, we wouldn't have had the support system that we had when we were down and out. Yeah, like everything that has culminated into where I'm sitting now has happened because eight years ago, I decided to be with you. You're going to make me cry. I'm crying. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy, but it's a butterfly so effect. Sweet. You never know what, what decisions are going to lead to what. Yeah, that's that's so sweet. Yeah. So, in any case, um, we love your faces. Thank you guys so much for listening. Leave yeah. a rating. Subscribe to the show. Um, if you have any questions, throw them at us on Twitter, at Octomouse, or at Octomouse on Instagram. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah, have a great one. Guys. And remember to smile, friends. Don't forget to smile.